0: Boop, <laughs> boop, Welcome to the McYappin-Friars Movie Podcast. I'm Gavin. I'm Ian. And, as per usual, we shall be hitting you up with all the latest news coming out of Hollywood and movies. And then after that, we'll be moving on to reviews. I'll be doing a really quick review of um, From Paris with Love, the movie with John Travolta and Jonathan Rhys-Meyers, directed by the director of Taken, Pierre Morel. And after that, we'll do a pylon on on The A-Team. The A-Team. We shall save
1: that for the review. But lots of news this week. Lots of news. But before we get to news, as usual, if you uh, have news for us or disagree with something we say, email us in at podcasts.mackyappandfries.com.
0: Podcast at mackyappandfries.com. Your thoughts, your comments, your criticisms. Your recipes. Whatever. Yeah. Send us something. Anyway, on to news. On to news. Uh, For those of you Marvel fans out there, there was finally some kind of, well, kind of sort of a glimpse of Thor. Mm. Uh, Entertainment Tonight did a little piece on the upcoming Thor movie that's coming out next year, uh, that stars Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Anthony Hopkins, amongst many others, and directed by Kenneth Branagh. Idris Elba. Uh, This was pretty good. This is pretty good. I mean, I mean, you didn't, it started you, off really badly. You didn't really get to see much. No. Um, you got to see a little bit of uh, Anthony Hopkins as Odin with his, freaky, with his freaky eye patch. You got to see like a glimpse of uh, uh it I was Elba, I think, as yeah. Heimdall. Yep. Uh, yeah. But that was pretty much it. But the sets look amazing. And you saw like a quick glimpse of uh, Chris Hemsworth in the Thor outfit. Very quick. I'm from very, far away. Very, very quick. But it looks it looks badass.
1: Most of this trailer, or this, this entertainment play puff piece essentially, was a lot of running around in... The real world. Yeah, a lot of Chris Hemsworth in like a tight t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and beating people up. And Chris Hemsworth is fucking huge.
1: He's got fucking
0: massive. This boy is uh, fucking. Yeah. They, couldn't, they couldn't build a Starfleet uniform that contained this guy for Star Trek. I mean, he doesn't Jesus look Christ. a thing like his, uh, he doesn't look a thing like he did in Star Trek. Let's yeah. just put it that way. And he's got the, the hair working good. Yeah, the it hair works good. well. It does yeah. look and good he, on him with the beard. Also because he's so fucking huge. I mean, even if yeah. even if it didn't look good, you he's gonna fuck with that guy. He's yeah, gonna, gonna tell gonna him fuck with that guy. <laughs> you got gay hair, mate. Wow, through the fucking wall. But uh, yeah, I mean, you didn't really get to see that much about the movie. Most of it was uh, an interview between Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman, and Natalie Portman just spent most of the interview coming across like she wants to suck Chris Hemsworth's dick. totally I mean <laughs> it is <did laughs> that
1: did you see did you feel it started really badly like the interview was yeah, yeah, yeah. very much entertainment tonight and just the other just, the actors were just like nah, oh yeah. god and then go. What broke the ice was that they said, so have you told the cast that you were, Chris, that you were on Aussie Dancing with the Stars? And from that moment onwards, it was a real, you got to see them as people, and Yeah, you got to have a nice little chemistry yeah, between uh, them. Yeah, because
0: Natalie Portman clearly didn't know. Yeah. And uh, her reaction was actually, it was very natural. Very genuine. Very genuine, and uh, and he came across very nice. The stiffness disappeared. He's like, yeah. did <laughs> you not know that Jesse was doing that for <laughs> last week? Uh, it was very cool. And it's just so bizarre, like, uh, you know, he's playing Thor, and then in an interview, it's, uh, you know... Everything's like, well, it's all right, mate. You know, I feel a little bit of... You know, cause that like, came through really <laughs> strongly. Really I didn't strong, realize yeah. he was
1: that Australian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, Chris Hemsworth is the next... There seems to be a shitload of Aussie actors just pouring into, pour, pouring into Hollywood. I have some news on that later. We'll get to in a bit. But, I mean, it was a fun little fluff piece. I mean, if you were looking for something hardcore about the movie itself, then um, you might as well wait. Although they a, they a did show longer. the standard superhero slash action hero scene of loads of guys going up
1: a ladder and then them all falling <laughs> down and Chris Hemsworth walking down afterwards.
0: <laughs> it's going it to be curious to see how those scenes play out, um, you know, yeah. when, when he's in the real world and he's not in his store getup, And he's just running around. He's it just looks like a lot of running around. There was four people running with him. There was Natalie Portman. Three people
1: running with him. There was Natalie Portman. There was two others I didn't recognize. Was, there, was there another chick?
0: Around. There's another chick another I guy. Think that was, I think that's probably Kat Dennings. Is it? Because uh, Kat Dennings, um, for those of you who don't know, Cat Dennings was Nora in Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Uh-huh. And uh, she's also in um, the... Uh, the Woody Harrelson black uh, black comedy that superhero movie that uh, was it Defendor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's in that as well. Right. Uh, she's hot. She's yeah. hot, and she's a good actress. So I mean, and I from what I understand, she's playing a close friend of uh, Natalie Portman's character. Uh. Uh, so she, that was probably her. Um, who the other one might be, I'm not too sure. Actually, I mean, the plot's been kept pretty under wraps. You don't really know. Uh, there worse I mean, what the story's going to be. You know that you know <laughs> that uh, uh, quite a fair bit of it's going to take place in Asgard
1: yeah, but um, also that he will be exiled to worth
0: it. Yes, some point. he will be exiled. And this kind of reinforced that. Although that Asgard
1: set looked... Pretty awesome. Pretty weird as pretty well. Pretty weird, yeah. Kind of, it's all these kind of gold
0: shields on the wall, and I'm standing there as Thor gear. And it
1: looked it's, weird.
0: It looked, it looked weird, but it still looked pretty cool. I mean, like, uh, I, I'm, I'm still pumped for this movie. It doesn't really make a difference. Um, but w- one of the things that I thought was, was kind of interesting about it is um, uh, just the, the look of the costumes. Like, especially, like... Um, uh, it, it was Elba his, his costume looked insane yeah just from the side it
1: he's his. all fucking covered in gold he's like got
0: huge horns on his helmet and stuff wasn't like horns was kind of like peaks of him and, and uh, Odin's costume looks a little bit like uh, Zeus's costume from Clash of the Titans but red yeah and he has that metal eye patch he's got that metal eye patch <laughs> but he looks the part though he looks the part you alright
1: no hiccuping should I call a doctor no do you want water I am a doctor okay oh fuck <laughs> this is the top of the Aussie the, the, the invasion though uh, it's quite weird how Miramax's two projects on hold which is Last Night and The Debt and they're both starring out the actor Sam Worthington Yeah, and um, they're on hold and now uh, Chris Hemsworth is getting screwed as well because NGM uh, Red Dawn's on hold now and yep. so yep. it looks like Cabin in the Woods will also be on hold for a while that's uh, Joss Whedon's movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's in both of those as
0: well yep. I didn't know he was in Red Dawn he's the, lead, he's the, he's the he's first the, on the list for Red yeah, Dawn yeah he's the lead on, in, in Red Dawn
1: yeah <clears throat> And that was some news as well this week That Red Dawn May not see the light of day It's been shot mm-hmm. it's Supposed to release The November 24th But with their MGM sparring depths They can't afford to publicize And release it Yeah It's It's just fucked up Yeah <laughs> So
0: For those of you who don't know Red Dawn is the remake Of the 80s movie That had Patrick Swayze And C. Thomas Howell And fucking Who, who else is in there Sean Astin <laughs> in that one No no Sean Astin wasn't in that Sean Astin was in Toy Soldiers yeah <laughs> with, with Will Wheaton <laughs> With Will Wheaton, <laughs> with Will Wheaton. <laughs> that was awesome. Will Wheaton had the most pathetic death scene in that movie. <laughs> really yeah, he's, he's, he goes out with a with a, with a, with a, with, a, with an automatic uh, machine gun, and he doesn't know how to fire it. It goes firing in the air, and then he gets shot
1: because <laughs> he's Will Wheaton. Well, I, I don't know about the kids. Most of the kids in this movie didn't recognize. Lachance Chance,
0: it. you're nothing, La Chance. <laughs>
1: But it does have Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it I think is one of the teachers uh, mm-hmm. Chris Helmworth As mentioned And also Isabel Lucas Who's the Transforming robot chick From Transformers 2
0: And she was also Sam Neill's daughter In Daybreakers Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Another Aussie Yeah <laughs> So um, we
1: don't know When we're going to see That invasion of Chinese And Russian soldiers On US soil I know, Did
0: you hear that the Chinese Were pissed off at this movie the, they, uh, the, the, I'm the, not
1: surprised I'm sure the Russians Were pissed off at the original
0: The Chinese are like We're not going to release
1: We won't we release This movie here Yeah uh. <laughs> they're going to have blue dawn blue, red white and blue dawn That's, I can't I shouldn't do that <laughs> no you should
0: <laughs> you should
1: <laughs> red white and blue dawn hey it's funny now
0: moving <laughs> we on to some other uh, comic book related news there's been um, there was uh, a report that Jamie Bell had been confirmed as Spider-Man yeah but this is on and off again this Jamie Bell Yeah, uh, Sony hasn't a confirmed it yet in fact uh, from uh, it was also just recently reported that um, Sony is also now looking at Aaron Johnson kick mm. And, yeah, and it seems to be like a war between them
1: and uh, the X Men First Class because yep, it's yep. like Aaron Aaron Johnson Kick is a Fox
0: movie was also linked to Cyclops. Uh, oh, was he linked to Cyclops? He was linked. I mean, uh, is Kick Ass a Fox movie? Uh, kick Ass is Lionsgate. Lionsgate. Um, but um, J- like uh, they were saying that Jamie Bell was uh, confirmed as Spider-Man, which would be weird because he's also Tintin. Yeah, uh. <laughs> there are more actors out there. <laughs> I know. And uh, but uh, in addition to Aaron Johnson, apparently they were also talking to Anton Yelchin. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, who would be cool? Actually, yeah, he'd be cool. He turns out a lot of cool things. He'd be. He'd be. Uh, he'd be a fucking cool Peter Parker, I think. But there, are, um, there, there was also a casting clash with um, the villain of Spider-Man and uh, X-Men: First Class. Michael... um, Yeah, and this seems to be... Michael Fassbender's casting seems to
1: be the thing that Sony and Fox are going to go to war over. Um, Michael Fassbender is rumored to be cast as Magneto in X-Men First Class. Great casting. They said originally it was just that they didn't say who he was going to be cast as but now the rumors were coming
0: out that he might be the lizard. Yeah, well at first they said that they wanted to cast him as an... un. As a, an, uh, as, as a villain mm. As the main villain of the piece And then Not say who And then it was later reported That uh, the main villain of the reboot Is going to be the lizard Yeah You know who's pissed off? Dylan Baker <laughs> Dylan Baker's fucking like <laughs> and It's like For God's sake Three fucking movies <laughs> Are sitting around the fucking background Lecturing people <laughs> And everyone knows I'm the lizard Yeah <laughs> And then finally, the lizard comes out, and who they get? The dude from Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the, um, as of right now, it is not uh, confirmed which movie Mike Michael Fassbender would be doing. Personally, I hope he does X-Men. Yeah. I, I mean, like... Um, Him, head opposite Michael Boy would be awesome. Very nice. It would be very nice. And uh, also, um, more um, X-Men first-class casting rumors. I don't believe this is confirmed. Uh, but Rosamund Pike is up for the role of Emma Frost. And all I gotta say is, is, that Matthew Vaughn knows what the fuck he's doing. Yes, <laughs> she would be absolutely perfect. She would be perfect. She's got she, that Bond movie she was in. She was a cult yeah. hearted bitch. She yeah. played the bitch before, so no, she would be awesome in it. And Michael Fassbender would, would be an awesome choice as a young Magneto. And I am all for James McAvoy as a young, you know, Professor X. I yeah. got no issues with that. No, uh, and I got no issues with that. I, I think it's a really good casting. I, I know, know that ha- there have been some complaints about it, but I like, have a little trouble seeing him bald.
1: That's
0: yeah, just me. Yeah. I never thought about that. Well, they must have done tests. Yeah. They must have done tests just to check it out. You well, know, you know. swimming cap on. It's like, you know, because I don't, you know, like, I would imagine they would have to. You know, a multi million dollar budget movie, you'd have to, like, do some tests like that just to make sure your actor is somewhat attractive. What was that other. Yeah, because you don't know, you know, want someone with, like, an ugly head. Yeah know, because, you know, they need the young
1: girls. Yeah. They need the young girls to go see this movie. What was that other rumor? There was this like fan uh, outpouring
0: to try and get some other guy to be Spider-Man, the black guy. Yeah, the black guy. I can't remember his name, but uh, yeah, there was some there was some petition to try and get this dude to play Spider-Man, which is like, um, I mean, it's it's that 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 you're entering into really dangerous territory there, you know, because there's nothing you can really say about it without sounding like a fucking racist asshole. Yeah, (laughs) you know, and it's like really, I mean, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Yeah. Any relation to Danny? I don't know. Let's check. In the meantime, I'll just fill the dead air. Now, it's... You don't fill the... There's all was, was, to the dead air. <laughs> no, one, no one gives a don't shit. Don't look at the dead air behind the curtain. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of... It's one of those things, like, for me, I mean, I don't really s- see it as a racial thing. It's just kind of like, well, Spider-Man's not black. Yeah. You know, so... I mean and, and you might and there are some people that, that'll probably like play the Nick Fury card you know and like you know, like Kingpin and, and Daredevil Stan, you know, but Stan Lee came out to say this is like you know yeah, he's a great little actor I think it's primarily from
1: his role in Community that TV show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is supposed to be very good the paintball episode alone is suppose supposed to be amazing right I've never seen it neither have mm-hmm. I but um, he's also on 30, 30 Rock is Gay Kid <laughs> in the episode Kidney Now <laughs> <laughs> but Stan Lee came out saying you know he was taking the the and the Poets, like, I don't have that much swing with them. Um, you know, it would be he would be very good in it. Um but you know, and the, and the Marvel Universe is colorblind. they've had a black Nick Fury, there was somebody else as well. Michael mentioned. Clark Duncan is a uh, Kingpin.
0: They've King had a King black Kingpin. Kingpin. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean I'm not saying that it's not but you can kinda get away with but but then again those characters like it'll come
1: down to the Markadeers. Unfortunately everyone, you know every, Toby Maguire is Spider-Man still. Kid, there's still kids now who think of Spider Man as to- Toby Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. And they're gonna like who's this kid? I mean there's there's also this week in comic books, uh, there's a new Aquilad and he's black and I think one of the headlines I saw was the first person who says Black wallad gets a smack <laughs> so they are pretty colorblind when it comes to this kind of thing but this is a multi-million yeah, dollar franchise Sony movie. have a list of things that work Yeah, and you know Tobey Maguire is on that list and so they're looking for a Tobey Maguire alike.
0: yeah I mean personally I think out Sam of, Raimi's not on that list all, yeah, <laughs> all, all of the names that I've heard mentioned for me the best one is Anton Yelchin hmm. um, even although that would be kind of weird because but it seems to be very common these days that people are doing multiple franchises. I mean, like, Ryan Reynolds is determined to play every fucking comic book Yeah, character. he's the new <laughs> Nick Cage. And he's getting away with it. He's Nick Cage King. is like,
1: fuck you, Ryan Reynolds! <laughs> Green Lantern was mine ten years ago!
0: Was it? No. <laughs> no. I mean, like, yeah, he's like Hal Jordan, fucking Deadpool. You know, if he'll probably try and lobby for the Flash as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> he's like... He'd be perfect! He'd be perfect! I mean, like, we, I've said this many times, he'd be a better Flash than Green Lantern, in yeah. my opinion. There's less opportunity for questions should have gotten Lantern. Nathan Fillion, dude. For Green Lantern. For Green Lantern. Yeah. That, did you see that fan-made trailer? That fan-made trailer with Nathan Fillion yeah. and Green Lantern? It was awesome! <laughs> with the Batman Begins music. Yeah. <laughs> Captain <Ty> pants <laughs> And also, um, another... another. Um, more, other, more, other, other Ryan Reynolds news first. Um... Ryan, I know he's
1: doing buried. He's doing good choices, Deadpool, yeah. all that kind of yeah. stuff. But also, it looks like he's going to retain with Sandra Bullock for another the proposal called um, Most Wanted. Most Wanted, which is essentially sounds like the bounty hunter, and we all know how that ended up.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and to, you know, and to add injury, add insult to injury is uh, insult to injury. Yeah, yeah, uh, is that Most Wanted? Uh, the last movie that had this title was a movie a movie starring Keenan Ivory Wayans, <laughs> and it wasn't a comedy. This was Keenan Ivory Wayans' attempt to break into mainstream action. Uh, Oh God! And uh, it was, uh, and he co-starred with John Voight. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was like I think it was called Most Wanted. (laughs) To be fair, John Voight's no longer the seal of approval. He was in Anaconda. He was in Anaconda, (laughs) and he looked like he was having balls. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But (laughs) that would be pretty funny. What
1: was the other comic news?
0: Oh, uh, Neil uh, Neil Madonna. Uh, his, uh, His his he's grown the tash. Oh, yeah, Mel McDonough's grown yeah. attached for Dum Dum Duggan. Yeah, for Dum Dum Duggan. So if you have a look online, NTV had an interview with him. It uh, was at Red Carpet Awards for something else, and he just has this, like, biker tash. Yeah, it looks it looks awesome. cool. It looks awesome. <laughs> oh, God. I, I actually, I mean, as far as casting goes, I'm really looking forward to Captain America. Yeah. And uh, and also with the conceptual drawings that have come out. It's it's just it's just so amazing. It's that building it's, nicely. It's, it's building nicely, and they're actually... I mean... Captain America was one of those costumes It's like It would be a miracle If you could like, pull it off You could pull it off And it yeah. looks like They pulled it off pretty nicely I mean to be fair Marvel Studios is more related Without Marvel And you mean
1: You know they've, they've done this shit In comic books With teasing crap For fucking ever But yeah. not giving anything away yeah. That could be You know filtering through And say hang on No we're not going to Blow our wad this early yeah. Yeah. We're going to We're going to talk about Civil War two years in advance yeah. <laughs> We're going to set Norman Osborn up
0: right now no, but I like that. I like that, that they are kind of handling the movies the same way they handle the comics. Yeah. And uh, it's it's cool. It's nice. And, and and I don't understand people who have, you know, sort of uh, negative comments to make about the costume, saying, saying it looks lame and shit like that. Wait till but, you see it lit. It, wait, exactly. Wait till you see it lit. But also, I mean, this is what you bitch about when comic book movies are made, is that how they don't stay faithful enough. Yeah. You know, and it's like... And that's something that you just have to applaud. Marvel this is literally
1: that the Captain America suit is literally the halfway point between total yeah. realism and the comic book. Yeah, yeah. total
0: realism is he's a GI. <laughs> Absolutely, and Marvel, Save a Private run. And Marvel really deserves to be applauded for that for, for just uh, walking being, the line managing to stay as true as they've stayed so yeah. far. I mean, I mean, it's so. I mean, everything they've done so far. Yeah. Even 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 Iron Man two. Even though I wasn't a huge fan of it, mm-hmm. it was you had to you had to applaud the the effort. To keep it real to what it to, to to what it was in the comics, and I mean it's been overshadowed a lot. But the Incredible Hulk did a well, too I, I love the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was a kick-ass movie. Yeah, it's unfortunate it came out before Iron Man. I know, <laughs> I know. kind of forgot about it in the massive. I really hope they get Edward Norton back to the Avengers. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Because I see him locked in, it, locked in a cage in Shield headquarters, <laughs> crying against the glass. Fuck you, Marvel. <laughs> Teddy, <Betty>. Teddy. <Betty. laughs> Hulk kill Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, don't I don't know, know, know if they work that I, something like that in. And, and Freddie Prince Jr. probably would do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah he needs the money. <laughs> yeah.
1: If that's why it wouldn't work anymore. They got to update
0: that kind of. I know. The, the references. I know it's like a was it Ultimate Fantastic Four where Human Torch gets pissed off at Keanu Reeves because uh, this chick dumps him for Keanu Reeves,
1: <laughs> dumps him for Neo. <laughs> Did you hear the other casting news for Captain America, which is Stanley Tucci's being cast? Stanley
0: casting. Tucci, that's right. It's awesome. He's awesome playing casting. Doctor Abraham Erskine. Who is so the He's the, guy, he's he's the, 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 the guy German guy. scientist who invents the super soldier yes, serum. He is the one who administers the serum. <laughs> administers. <laughs> 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 that's great. That's yeah. awesome casting. It's very good. It's very good casting. Uh, speaking of um, going on to the other side, we're not so not so great ideas. Um, for those of you who saw the MTV Movie Awards, I wasn't one of them. No, but I did see the ads. I showed you some of the ads. Yeah, right? now the ads are pretty funny, and they brought back um, Len uh, Len Grossman. Les. Les, sorry, Les Grossman, the uh, character that Tom Cruise played in *Tropic Thunder*, who, and and that character was easily one of the best things about that movie. But uh, nice and small no Nice doses. and small doses. Apparently now. Um, Based on, I would, am, I mean, they apparently the, the um, they're going to be doing a big screen, full length movie version of Le, uh, Les Grossman's life. Yeah. From what I understand, this was actually um, they started talking about this a couple of years ago. Like, I think as soon as Tropic Thunder, yeah, as came soon out. as Tropic Thunder came out, they had already started talking about it. But yeah. then you didn't hear anything about it again. Yeah. And then suddenly Les Grossman shows up in all the MTV Movie Award ads, and looking were-
1: back, and I could be suspicious in that. Like, we've been talking about this movie, then it got greenlit in the background and mm. then the MTV Music Awards as a Mm-hmm. To see if
0: a test, to see if yeah. it's still worth it, and um, I mean the the response was actually pretty huge. Yeah, um, it, it was the he general was... the general consensus is that he was the best thing about the Beyonce movie.
1: Wars. I saw a good few um, headlines that were like, "Oh look, it's two washed up fucking actors." <laughs> we had like our actors with him and uh, Jennifer Lopez doing a duet. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey,
0: look, we're still relevant, kids. <laughs> we're not dead yet. <laughs> but uh, I don't know how I feel about this I mean I think it's I think it's overkill to be honest with you totally yeah I don't, I don't know how
1: they can hang a full movie off this uh, Tom Cruise is expected to produce uh, Ben Stiller is involved Stuart Cornfield Michael Bacall who wrote Scott Pilgrim vs. the the world which hopefully would be a good thing um, but the, the, the quote that Ben Stiller came out with was Les Grossman's life story is an inspiring tale the human class struggle to achieve greatness against all odds he has assured me he plans to quote fucking kill the shit out of this movie and make Citizen fucking Kane look like a piece of crap home movie by the time we are done Ben Stiller also fighting for relevance these days yep Ben Stiller the Jewish Hugh grant and actually we should mention you know last weekend there was the MTV Movie Awards and just you know, running down the list of winners, best movie was Twilight, and that's
0: all we're going to say about the MTV Movie Awards. That's all. <laughs> I, that shit? I stopped watching the MTV Movie Awards years ago. Yeah, <laughs> years ago. The sm- the last smart thing that the MTV Movie Awards did was that they gave Stephen Dorff the award for best villain in Blade. Yeah, I <laughs> remember that. I remember that. And I, just, and I remember like Stephen Dorff went up there and he and he said sorry, Chucky, and then they cut to Chucky, and Chucky was giving him the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> That was
1: for Bride of Chucky, was
0: it? Yeah, yeah Bride of Chucky, which was... That a, is a while ago. That was a while ago. That was a while ago. I was still in college. Because <laughs> I remember the tagline was, uh, it was like, uh, this, like uh, this Christmas, Chucky gets lucky. Yeah. <laughs>
1: The original one was on last night and I've seen so much of the publicity stuff and it's been I've seen like Bride of Chuggy more than any other ones <laughs> and like I'm used to them being all scared so when I saw like the normal doll the normal yeah, doll yeah, is even weirder yeah here.
0: yeah yeah it's even more freaky I was just like it was on TV last night I was like no we're turning this off I mean, Chucky he used to freak me. I used to, uh, I went to drama school with this. Uh, with this. With this with Chucky. No, with this girl. Um, this quite um, sort of chub- chubby girl. Very, very good actress. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did a spot on Chucky impersonation. Really. Yeah, no. And she would always wait till I was like kind of drunk before she would do it. And it would just freak me because <laughs> <laughs> it's like she could only do the voice if she fucked her face up to do the voice. Oh like, really? And, and i can shit my pants. can <laughs> you shit your <laughs> like, i do that kind of shit. Just fuck me up. How's it going, Lindsay? <laughs> <laughs> Not that one, right? Huh? No, that one. no, no, no. no, no.
1: <laughs> More casting news. Uh,
0: this week it was confirmed that uh, for Friday night, mm-hmm. very
1: clever casting for this. Got the, f- a- the,
0: f- the casting for this movie is looking very, very smart. Yeah. It's very clever. So, for those of you who haven't
1: seen the original, I've got the original now. Oh yeah, yeah, I got it there awesome. the other day. So uh, the original
0: was uh, starring. It uh, was, was a. He was a horror movie star, wasn't it? Um, Roddy McDowell. No, yeah, Roddy McDowell played the character of Peter, Peter Vincent, who was um, like. Uh, they don't really have this anymore, but back in the day, you would have like these TV horror hosts, yeah, before, in between the movies at like yeah, four a.m. in the morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire, like Elvira. It was like, oh, that that movie was such and such. And next up, we have an even more we have terrif- a creepy, true, more terrifying. <laughs> and uh, Roddy McDowell played uh, that that character and uh, this guy um, Charlie Charlie Brewster is that his name Charlie Brewster I think so yeah um, I can't remember the name of the actor that played Charlie in the original mm. but um, basically he was a huge Peter Vincent fan and then a vampire a real vampire just happens to move in next door yeah And uh, he converts his friend into Evil Ed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, in the original, his friend Evil Ed was played by Stephen Jeffries, who later went on to have a very illustrious career in gay porn. I'm not even joking. Evil Ed (laughs) was cool. It was on recently, and I watched it and was like,
1: Evil Ed's awesome.
0: (laughs) And he was also um, in Moon 44. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the. the, Michael Perry. That's. um, Roland Emmerich's first Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was also the lead in 976 Evil. the movie that Freddy Krueger directed so the vampire in this movie is going to be it's, it's already
1: been cast as Colin Farrell Colin Farrell which is genius which is awesome His he's genius guy. casting because I can't remember what was the name of the guy is Chris Chris Sarandon. C- Chris Sarandon Chris Sarandon and he's in Chucky is he in Chucky I think he's in Chucky because it was on, as I said it was on last night and he was a cop investigating some accident that he fell the babysitter it's like, also the voice of Jack Skellington. oh yeah yeah yeah. We've, I told you this in yeah, yeah. previous cast but he'll always be Prince Humperdinck to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> with his with his, with his, his sleeves, when he sits in the
1: chair, <laughs> to the death no, to the pain.
0: <laughs> Anton Yelchin is playing um, Charlie Brewster, um, McLovin. So there you go, Anton Yelchin again. Anton Yelchin again, and McLovin. McLovin is playing Evil Ed, and this is the best. David Tennant is, is has been cast as uh, Peter Vincent, and uh, the change it looks like he's not a horrible. In Vegas, he's a, he's Vegas, a Vegas Chris
1: Angel style musician. I hate Chris Angel. <laughs> I don't know, I just, I mean, David Blaine, I could kind of take, give and take, I could ignore his shit, but Chris Angel, I was happy when he died on CSI. <laughs> I didn't want to know, it's just like, I was just, give, find, find out who it is, Horatio, and give him a fucking medal. I know it was Grissom. <laughs> Walking on water, prick.
0: Uh, no, but I am, um, and speak, seeing as we're on the subject of uh, remakes, mm-hmm. uh, there's some, some casting news on the Arthur remake. Oh, Mm-hmm. Um, yep, because uh, Russell. For those of you who don't know, Russell Brand has been cast in the uh, R- in the uh, Dudley Moore role. Currently available in getting to the Greek, which is getting good
1: reviews. Good reviews. It's getting good reviews. Um, and also, what's excellent is I mean, I used to listen to Russell Brand's radio show, mm-hmm. and it is total tr- stream of consciousness crazy shit. It got him in trouble more often than once, and eventually led to the canceling of his show. Mm-hmm. They've had him on the only time. Flicking around it's the only time I've watched E they've had on outtakes from interviewing him or just him talking about stuff and he's just talking about Justin Bieber lives at the bottom of the sea and lays eggs and we can clone Bieber from them. And that's just that's his normal that's not him trying.
0: That's just who he is.
1: Yeah. If you can dig out these clips off E! or on YouTube I would highly recommend watching them. He's a hilarious guy. He didn't Pull it off so much. You didn't. You didn't see much of that in um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forget it, Sarah Marshall because it was a more restrained character who had a lot behind him. This he's
0: playing the full brand. Well, I've read his book, and uh, his book's funny. His mean, bookie wookie. Yeah, it's it's good. His bookie wookie. His bookie wook. But he's just... A, yeah, I mean, he's he's just a...
1: He still has a, a massive amount of trouble. Like, when he was living in England and going back and forth to the U, the U.S., it was like, whenever they missed the radio show, I was like, yeah, so I'm going to the U.S., I have to go to my special room, because he has a convicted drug... He's a con- drug conviction. Yeah. So every time he goes through, he gets the rubber glove treatment.
0: <laughs> so building is... Seriously, he's putting a lot of effort into this building this Hollywood career. <laughs> his book is good fun, and he's... I mean, he is a funny guy. Yeah. I mean, like, he... He was one of the best things in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, aside from Jason Siegel's cock. You know, but uh, it, I, I was kind of on the fence about the Arthur remake because I love the original. Mm. Uh, the original is a true classic. I mean, if you haven't seen the original, then you really should. It's a great film. It is easily the best role Dudley Moore ever got <laughs> in his entire career. Uh, and it's just got a series of killer lines. So it's, it's about this um, billionaire playboy and... Um, <coughs> He basically is an alcoholic. That's all he does. He's just an alcoholic, he's a playboy, and he just parties. That's all just he does. Just champagne in the bath. Girls, 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 girls! Hello, girls!
1: That was quite possibly the worst Dudley Moore impression I've ever
0: heard. I'm not trying to do a good Dudley. Whatever.
1: But what about this casting for this movie anyway?
0: Well, in the original um, Dudley Moore's character Was looked after by um, A butler named Hobson Played brilliantly by John Gilgud Yes, Sir John Gilgud. Sir John Gilgood, The late Sir John Gilgud And um, in this one Of the uh, theatre Yes <laughs> Of Caligula fame mm. And uh, in this one His character has been Turned into a female character Who's going to be played By Dame Helen Mirren Oh that works. That works. That does work. Hell, for, for, I, for 30 seconds, for like 0. 0.5 a second
1: there, I was... GD <laughs> <laughs> There's only so many dames getting cast anymore.
0: Dame Edna average doesn't get that much work. No. Dame Helen Mirren will be playing um, the uh, butler character. No, no word on what her character's name will be. I can imagine some pretty funny sparring between Helen Mirren and Russell Moran. Yeah. I think that would be pretty And I funny. think
1: she knows him. They know each other. Met, they they, they might have done something before together and I think I remember... Oh Um Julie Taymor's uh, Midsummer's Night Dream oh, oh, yeah, yeah He yeah. was in that And she's in that And it's still not released As far as I know mm-hmm. But On his show And on all of the shows People were talking about it And she was saying yeah, he's Having a laugh About Russell with I up.
0: like Helen Mirren I mean even They're now, friends That will help Even now I still want to fuck her <laughs> I still think she's hot Like you know, when, she, old when she When, thing, when she stripped down In Calvin Girls I was
2: like <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> And also Annette Crosby <laughs> Anyway Um so I don't feel so good <laughs> You never feel good uh, But in, And so like In the original He has basically he, He's in danger Of losing his money Unless he marries a Yeah girl. he's gonna like, marry right, He's yeah. gonna marry this girl um, He's uh, gonna marry a girl, a girl. Well, But he, he's kind of Just picks you know, the, the, the scene from the original Is that he's having a very, He's having a heart to heart With a hooker You know And then she's like Are you married And he goes <laughs> Yes Only one woman for me And I can't stand her Her name's Susan I can't tell you her last name because that would be indiscreet. Johnson, <laughs> Susan Johnson. My father wants me to marry her, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he ends up falling in love with, uh, like, a war, with a working class girl played by Liza Minnelli. Um, in this remake, uh, the Liza Minnelli character has been is being uh, played by this girl Greta Ger- Gerwig. I've never heard of her. She, she was in uh, Baghead and Greenberg, uh, which Greenberg's uh, gonna get getting of a lot a of reviews. Nothing about it though and um the uh, woman that he's been uh, that he's supposed to marry is being played by Jennifer Garner and Nick Nolte has been cast as Jennifer Garner's ult- ultra religious father that makes it interesting for me. By the way. <laughs> more sparring nick nolte another fucking <laughs> lunatic can you imagine nick nolte and russell brand going out sharing of the drug stories though.
1: well well russell's clean he has to be because he is an addictive personality but i don't know about nick nick nolte's not, not clean, clean. <laughs>
0: Nick Nolte's not at all clean. <laughs> I'm a huge Nick Nolte fan. All I gotta say, I got just got two words for you: extreme and prejudice. <laughs> Nick Nolte's awesome movie, and you know, and he tore up 48 Hours. He's good. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, so that does kind of get me a little interested in it. Not, I mean, I am a little on the fence still. I want to see a trailer, mm-hmm. but um, interesting, interesting casting. Um, interesting movie uh,
1: the production company behind Shaun of the Dead Hot Fuzz and Scott Pilgrim versus the World Paul as well um, it's called Big Talk Productions I think uh, mm-hmm. Edgar Wright is involved mm-hmm. um, yep, yep yep this new yep yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this new movie called Attack the Block which instantly this is written by another guy listening to it on BBC Radio Joe Cornish
0: who has stopped doing his radio show because he's writing this movie Well, Joe Cornish and Edgar Wright are also two of the credited screenwriters on um, the Tintin movies. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right. He's moved from DJ and um,
1: filming... moved from originally filming Star Wars toys in his basement with his best mate on Channel 4.
0: Just finish Scott Pilgrim and move on to Ant-Man. Yeah. Michael Cera as Ant-Man.
1: Well, this looks cool. It's described as a gang of South London teenagers defending their housing project home against an alien attack. And I, when I heard the title as well, it reminded me that... I haven't seen, seen it yet, I have it there, though. But uh, Attack the Gas Station? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just such a fucking obvious name for a movie. Attack the Gas Station. But apparently this is supposed to be classic. It's these youths take over a gas station and then just like... I think, I don't know, the, it just goes crazy, apparently. Sounds Huge. interesting. But uh, Attack the Block? Cause that could be good. I mean, uh, Edgar Wright produced Attack the, He's producing Attack the Block. And it's co-starring Nick Frost as well. Uh-huh. So... Um, oh and Joe Cornish is involved as well with the screenplay for Ant-Man
0: oh he is yeah and he has a
1: nice turn of phrase
0: at least on the radio (laughs) very soothing voice you'll hear it later oh will I uh, just um, moving on to remake news going on to some uh, sequel news uh, David Koepp The guy who wrote um, The last Indiana Jones movie He also wrote War of the World Spider-Man Jurassic Park And a whole bunch Of other movies Personally I am a fan Only because he wrote And directed Stir of Echoes Yeah Which it is an awesome Horror flick With Kevin Bacon If you haven't seen it Go check it out mm-hmm. But uh, Apparently he's uh, been, He's been hired To do the script For Men in Black 3 Oh really Yeah and there's also this clip thing that came out, I saw that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I didn't see that. What was it like? I didn't see the clip, I just saw it was a clip. Mm-hmm. They're saying it was a teaser for it, but it was just
0: like, we're doing it in 3D, apparently. That's all the clip says. Yeah, Men in Black 3D, like every other fucking movie that seems to be coming out, including another third uh, movie, Transformers. Transformers, yeah. Transformers is also going to be done in 3D, even after Michael Bay had said that... Uh, he said something, like, something along the like, can you imagine my movies in 3D? Are you insane? <laughs> He also said because at the time, like uh, what they were doing, is uh, it was basically con- you know converting into three D, yeah. and the cheapest place to do it was in India, yeah. and so. Uh, what Michael Bay was like saying, like, I work with the A team, okay? I work with the A team. You can expect me, like, after doing my move with the A team, to give it over to the C team so they could be know, in total fucking I am the biggest con on the face of the earth yeah. fashion. He also, I mean, he's he jumped
1: on the Shia LaBeouf wagon of, like, he's he's finally come around to saying, yeah, actually, it's, it's over, we've made our DVD sales. Transformers Two was pretty cack. Yeah, um, he says he, he says he's
0: getting rid of the dorky com- what he do called the dorky comedy. So there's no fucking twins, no fucking twins. That's what I that's what I understand. From what I understand is that um, they're gonna they they're gonna go the uh, the X Men Three: The Last Stand route with this. Is that they're what, seeing he's gonna he's
1: gonna hand it off to Ratner.
0: No, they're seeing I mean in the sense that they're seeing it as the uh closing of a, of of a trilogy. A, of a trilogy. Yeah, it's the
1: end of a trilogy that they can reboot after this. Yeah.
0: It's like uh they're they're doing it in such a way that you can reboot it, but he this is this is what I'm gonna fucking do with it. Yeah. So if this is gonna be his last hurrah on it, you can imagine just how insane it's gonna get. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully no more robo testicles. Yeah, no, hopefully no. And he's also came out saying that
1: yeah, the Fallen was a pretty weak bad weak, guy. Yeah, and, and Shockwave is confirmed there as the bad guy for this. Yes.
0: Shockwave is the villain for uh, the third one, which I am excited about. I, I, I mean, they, they I always let, like Shockwave.
1: They should just let and his big eye. They should just let Megatron shine. I mean knocking him down to C star, B status just kind of takes away from the character a lot which is why I'm glad
0: he's not in it mm-hmm. to be honest with you I mean because I don't feel he's going to be in it I don't know but I don't feel they really know what you're going to gonna do, have a lot of Shockwave I don't really feel that they know what to do with the character so and, and I like Shockwave Shockwave hmm. is a cool character if they do that right it could work uh, I mean I, I I've always had a lot of like <laughs> you know, like pre-release faith in the Transformers movies because I want it to be awesome. Yeah, you know I want Who it doesn't? to be awesome, and I know that when Michael get when Gay, Michael Gay. <laughs> when Michael Bay is on top of his game, he is awesome. How many Freudians does
1: it take to change a light bulb? How many penis? I mean twelve. <laughs> <laughs> <What> the fuck, <laughs> Freudian. I know, I know, I know, I <laughs>
0: know.
1: Explain the joke it's kind of pointless. <laughs> Uh, but uh, also, there's going to be something to do with like the space race. Yeah, which is weird. They're going to tie it back in with the space race between the U.S. and the Russia. So apparently, there's a lot more Cybertronian influence on that than originally expected. Yeah, because I didn't know that they were involved at all.
0: All I want—I to... mean, just hopefully, one thing I hope Michael Bay gives us in the third one is that I want—I want to I go to Cybertron. Yeah, I want. Well, we'll this. see. Shockwave was—you know—Shockwave's character is that he's—you know—he's been on Cybertron. He's been. And on he's on cyber-
1: been He's taking the fucking thing over I know He's the caretaker Yeah I janitor. know janitor. He's the janitor basically <laughs> the And villain then he comes Tra- down
0: He comes down and says What the fuck are you doing On this fucking planet The villain of Transformers 3 Is, is Cybertron's janitor <laughs> That's awesome what? At the very end Unicron comes in the show Fate to black It's a fucking genius <laughs> <laughs> Megatron Orson Welles <laughs> Just use all his dialogue yeah, Just use yeah. all his own. Megatron Welcome Megatron <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it <laughs> no, can't. even he couldn't do yeah. it his voice was massively treated yeah well it was it was surprising when I watched the movie I go
1: that's Judge Reinhold <laughs> what <laughs> was he Hot Rod I think no that was Judd Nelson Judd Nelson Judd Nelson Judge Reinhold was in as well so was Spock Leonard Len- Nimoy was he, he was, in. Galvatron. Yeah. Nemo was Galvatron Leonard Nimoy was Galvatron what <laughs> I mean why why did you even bother Casey. Mark Hamill plays the entire cast it would have done Casey Casey is Cliffjumper. cliff jumper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He really should have been the boombox, to be fair. Blaster.
0: Was it Scatman who played Blaster? Was it Scatman? Was it Scatman? Was it Scatman like diddlebby? No, no, it was Scatman Carruthers. Uh, oh, I uh, don't know. T- 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 No way, two can play. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Scepter, what's shaking other than this fortress? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you and your fucking teletron one brain <laughs> oh. oh god um, Adam Sandler other news Adam Sandler's downward spiral continues
0: um, he's going to be, ca- he, he he's, be he's just like he's determined to become the kiss character from fucking funny people yeah. at, at the beginning just
1: to be yeah. fucking terrible before he does Um, what was it called Punk, the, Punch Drunk Love Punch Drunk Love 2 um, so in this movie he's playing Jack and Jill <laughs> and he's playing both Jack And Jill uh, is, it, is it directed by Dennis Dugan? Yeah <laughs> It is And now to be fair I mean Dennis Dugan's uh, He'll always be a legend For Happy Gilmore Yeah yeah. I mean I, I Looking at the rest of what he's done He's on Big Daddy Which I still haven't seen All the way through um, which, But it's supposed to be, Some people rate Some Sandler fans As they used to be called Now they're just called Lonely wasters and hobos Because no one fucking Is a Sandler fan anymore And um, you know, Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy, there was a thing which is the best one. Uh, some friends of mine always went Big Daddy. He also did the bench wars. Really? Some
0: friends of yours think Big Daddy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never got into that. I'm, I was always, Happy Gilmore is the best movie that boy's ever done. That and the Wedding Singer. It's
1: kind of close to the best movie ever made. It's the best sports movie <laughs> ever
0: made. Shooter. Shooter McGavin. Christopher McDonald. <laughs> sure. Legend. Legend. But it looks like, you know, it's kind of strange when all of the movies... He also directed they, Zohan, though, so fuck that. No, but if you look at the, all the movies he's directed, he hasn't done anything that Adam Sandler hasn't produced. Yeah. You know, even the movies that he's done that Adam Sandler hasn't been in, he, you know, like, it was, like, fucking, it was, it was you know, Adam Sandler produced those movies. Bench yeah. warmers Benchwarmers with uh, Rob Schneider and David Spade and... Uh, That's all right, actually. Some bits of that. Was it John... What's the guy's... John Heder. Yeah. Uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry... You don't mess with this. It's Zohan was pretty bad. Zohan was pretty fucked up. Yeah, is cool. he? Al- is he also directing uh, Grown
1: Ups? Uh, I think so. Yeah, he's also producing Grown Ups. Kevin James, Chris Rock, David Spade, Rob Schneider. So yeah, he's he's producing that as well.
0: They're just like a certain certain uh, like a bunch, of, bunch a bunch of actors that turn, turn up in these movies that they're not employed by anyone else. Yeah, it's like yeah, fuck
1: because mm. mm. Kevin James is going to squander that he had the the hitch thing kind of knocked him from TV to the movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's done well Paul Blatt wasn't done by this guy but it was probably produced by Sandler was it yeah, yeah
0: Paul Blatt was uh, produced but that was a huge hit yeah but it was a huge hit dude I know but uh, I, know, I know but it's like the, at the end of the day that's all that really matters yeah. and then next he's got uh, the zookeeper coming out Guess what that's about. He's always playing
1: janitorial roles or caretaker roles. It's bizarre.
0: Dude, have you seen his wife? His wife is hot. No. His wife is insanely hot. Something De La Hoya or something her name was. Really? I don't know. Yeah, it's like she's some. La- she's Latino. She's uh-huh. fucking hot. De La Hoya? No, I thought she was Spanish. Huh? No, Irish. <laughs> she's, insane. Really? she's insane. She's insane. I am DB that shit. Chicks do big three like you, can, you can fit like five of her in him.
1: Not the other way around. No he does that every Saturday night
0: did you hear about uh, Sam Raimi being um, offered Oz the Great and Powerful
1: yeah there's a lot of uh, Wizard of Oz movies coming out soon or at least in production
0: Oz the Great and Powerful it's, uh, it's kind of a prequel to the Wizard of Oz and it, it originally uh, had Robert Downey Jr. attached to star with mm-hmm. um, either with Sam Mendes uh, possibly again, yeah that, that was a while ago another name that was mentioned after it that instead Sam
1: Mendes did a fucking iPhone 4 ad where I wants to punch everyone in the face the age of Sam is over. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, no, seriously. This you need to see this ad. It's like it's woeful. It's just all these fuckers grinning at each other over the phone instead of like I don't know meeting up and having some real social interaction.
0: Uh, I saw Sam Mendes' uh, production of um, uh, A Winter's Tale mm-hmm. in, in Singapore last year, and uh, it was good. That was with um, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, that was the one that was the the, the Bridges across. Uh, yeah, the the bridge the bridge project. Yeah, um, with um, the young Vic in London. Mm. Uh, and it was good, but it was so unbelievably expensive yeah. that it was like kind of a letdown. Yeah, you know. No, oh. i would seen better theater for less. Mm.
1: But the other, there's four other separate with Wizard of Oz projects in development at the moment: Surrender, Dorothy, which with Drew is supposed to be directing; mm-hmm. Oz, written by Strike Forever after scribe Daniel Lemke, Darren Lemke, uh, an untitled darker. Wizard of Oz project uh, Written by the same guy Who wrote History of Violence Joss Olson, And Spawn creator Todd McFarlane
0: producing Yep I heard about that I think we mentioned That one before And also an adaptation Of the musical Wicked You know I, I, um, I'm not a huge fan Of musicals But I've actually heard That this is a very Very good musical Ooh. Have you seen it? No I didn't get a chance To see it was in London But it's all about The Wicked Witch of the West While she's How she gets
1: to be The Wicked Witch of the West wicked, 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 wicked. Yeah. But that's a lot of <laughs> That's a lot of Oz That's a lot of Oz it's pretty much guaranteed I think at least two of those movies will drop out of the running. although this year is the you know black ops teams getting turned on so there could be next year could be yeah. the, the year of the Oz movies first the losers then the A-team we're going to yeah, see the how expendables. the expendables turned up speaking of which um, there was some rumors going around that Hollywood might you know cut Hollywood damn Hollywood fucking Hollywood Hollywood is this Hollywood. about the rating the yeah they were talking there might be a cut to a PG-13 you just to get more bums on seats but they've come out and said fuck no it's an R-rated film Stallone himself was confirmed all the way through
0: yeah um, I, I believe like an a- the actual quote was like people get torn up in this movie <laughs> which uh, coming coming after the, la- the, the last Rambo movie I mean that, that was one of my favorite parts about it I mean like uh, I, mean, I, I mean, the unnecessary gore the of unnecessary, But from what I understand, that is really what those guns do. I mean, like uh, they were interviewing—they the do act- shred people. They were interviewing the actors, and they were saying that, like, you know, we get letters from, from people in the military, and they say that is exactly what happens to you when you get shot with that kind of fucking cannon. Yeah. it's a fucking cannon. You man. get torn <gasps> up. You get torn to pieces. Sounds like you know Russell Brand's trips to customs. Speaking of being torn to pieces, uh, for those of, uh, for those of you who haven't seen Taken, you should see it. And apparently, also look- known as Liam Neeson versus France apparently Luke Besson is uh, going to meet up with Liam Neeson to talk about Taken 2 yeah. is, is his daughter going to get kidnapped again <laughs> it's, like, it's I mean, his cousin <laughs> is it the wife is Famke Jensen going get, to get, get, get fucking taken uh, yeah, it is a hard one to follow up on uh,
1: Liam Neeson was quoted at um, I think it was the MTV Music Awards or some red carpet thing just saying it's hard to get a plot that's going to be believable so they're aware of that Yeah. you know but I'm meeting with Luke Besson late, later this month so we're going to sit down and see if we can hash out a script or an idea <laughs>
0: But um, I mean Personally I wouldn't mind The budget for that's just gone up Because of yeah, the A- 18 yeah. <laughs> Personally I wouldn't mind Actually seeing another Taken movie if it, if it promised to be as badass As the first one Yeah but it's, it's that trick as well Of how do you, he did it for his daughter How does the, the, how does the same shit happen yeah. twice It's not John McClane Because you know You can't change the title So someone has to get kidnapped for, yeah. right, for the, So who the fuck Could it be someone That he pissed off in the first one Yeah <laughs> And who, who gets kidnapped yeah. <laughs> Leland Orser No it doesn't have to be kidnapped
1: it's because got, they've taken take his it. lawnmower and they haven't given it back. No, taken. It's, it's got to be something worth. His
0: neighbor, played by Stanley Tucci. <laughs> My lawnmower back. The, the kidnapper, we played by Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> He'll play the whole thing like the uh, like the SNL sketch. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to animals. How's going squirrel. <laughs> Have you seen that shit? No. He had Andy Schamberg, He does spot-on Mark Wahlberg impersonation, really? and his sketch is just Mark Wahlberg talking to animals. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg fucking got pissed and then realized he has been pissed at a lot of things that take the piss out of him in the past like he was on uh, one of the talk shows or something like he was on Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Kimmel asked him like how do you feel about that and he's like you know if I ever find that son of a bitch I'm gonna beat the shit out of (laughs) him Marky Mark sweet like sun kissed oh no I got your good vibrations the fact you know that is worrying the fact I know that is, It says a lot about my age It doesn't say anything About my personality I don't. i I managed to
1: block out All the American I don't Punky I don't I don't,
0: I don't I don't own the cassette
1: I'm, I'm saving that space In my mind for I do, just, just I, To retain the I do NKOTB
0: own, songs I do own the CD <laughs> <laughs> Little Tiffany Only 13 Came to the city Played some big dreams <laughs> Oh no When you fucking Sampled Lou Reed <laughs> Walk on the wild side <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. It <laughs> oh, was such an embarrassing time. Yeah,
1: there's a trailer come out this week for Johnny Depp's new movie going to be called Rango, which is one of the most frustrating this and weird is fucking, a fucking trailers ever. Time. I mean, we've given out before about trailer, tra- uh, was well, the teaser trailers and trailers that show you way too much. Or I mean, even you have the Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is always the example that sticks in my hand, mind, where the actual trailer, none of the trailers in the movie. Mm-hmm. You remember that one yeah, where yeah, they're walking yeah. down the pier? They just yeah, shot yeah. the little old lady into the sea. Yeah. <laughs> genius but like and it conveyed the tone but that was a teaser trailer mm-hmm. can you do anything but the plot we've had teaser trailers for the Expendables as well which showed just the of the names and showed some kind of action reflected on a skull you still see that as well this is I'm getting a feel for the movie yeah Rango's it's, trailer it's so,
0: just a what the fuck it's you no. Know, it's like it's it's a teaser to the point of being ridiculous you know it's like what it's what it's, not, you know.
1: it's obtuse. It literally is <laughs> obtuse. There's a that, like, this is not this is not like you know you know a, a shot of the main character saying coming next fall. It literally has <clears throat> a shot of a road and then a wind up fish floats across the screen. There is nothing else in this movie. It's, Directed by Gore Verbinski, starring Johnny Depp, Alfred Molina Timothy Elephant, Abigail, Abigail Breslin, Bill Nye.
0: No, it's got a pretty good voice cast. So. Yeah. And it'll probably end up being a pretty good movie. It's just that as far as... What the fuck are they doing with the magazine? Exactly, with this fucking teaser. I mean, but it, it's not coming out until like next year, right? Yeah. It's like summer next year or something. Yeah. So, I mean, it depends, depends where they take it from here. But this teaser pissed
1: me off. Pissed me off twice because I had to go back. Once I saw on Apple, once the trailer, it said the uh, notes about the synopsis. Yeah. A chameleon who has a crisis of confidence. Mm-hmm. And I, I then went through the fucking trailer frame by frame to see if there's a chameleon anywhere. There
0: isn't you did that not frame you went through yeah. the fucking tra- I went through it a couple of times Jesus man I had my reading glasses on and everything
1: uh, no I didn't take it that far I thought it was like the most ultimate awesome in joke trailer ever and I was like I could I could find this and break the news no no that wasn't happening
0: I don't think they put that much thought into it <laughs> do you realize how, how long you know exactly how long it takes to animate a movie <laughs>
1: That's that. shot took someone six months to life Seriously, you just want me to do this? Is it gore? Are you sure this is the trailer? Are you sure you don't want me to like? I don't know. Add the characters or the name or the
0: title. Just do what I tell you. <laughs> we have Sonny Depp. <laughs> I don't know if that's where he's from. I don't know where he's from. I'm just like right now, in my head, every- I didn't
1: have any of this shit on pilots.
0: Right now, everyone in my head sounds like a Nazi. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast yeah. Yeah. Today
1: <laughs> This will be a very schnell podcast ah,
0: Schnell, schnell, cut the fuck off
1: <laughs> Achtung, Meinfield. The only German in here for 5 years um, From, from the, the pages of uh, Action Force
0: um, You know the news? Yep. Wind in the Willows Wind in the Willows That's right, I totally forgot about that yeah, Wedder I mean, is doing Wind in the Willows, awesome
1: and Ryan Griggs is directing who hasn't done much else I don't think What what well, is this his first time not a first time he's done bits and pieces but not much but uh, yeah I mean The Wind of is always, a timeless tale it's every age group every age group has their version was a kid
0: mine, mine would be the, uh, the stop motion version with um, J- David Jason and Richard Pearson yeah <laughs> <laughs> David Jason he was he was Mole right he Mole? played two characters I think he's he played Mole characters Mole and Toad yeah yeah I think he played Mole and Toad Yeah, Mole and, Mole
1: and Toad yeah I'm, he also played Kent Ducula. that's right, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and Danger Mouse <laughs> and Danger Mouse he was awesome in the 80s I swear to God but now now everyone does remember as, 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 as Frost, Frost. i like, like no man <laughs> Ducula it's, he's no idea how awesome that
0: was <laughs> his voice work is astounding I, I know him well, I mean you you'll, I mean like aside from his voice work my, my uh, uh, exposure to him is open all hours only fools and horses yeah I mean, that's Hell just boys. classic. Yes, this it's time me, it's next classic. year we'll be millionaires. <laughs> Every year for ten years. Rodney. 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 Rodney, wake up, you dipstick! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was really—they—they—it uh, was really cool the way they ended it with them actually becoming millionaires. Yeah. But then they brought it back again, and it was terrible. Did they do it again? after? they time? did a special. They did like a Christmas special where they where they were rich. They lost their money, and they had to win it back again. That was. That was water television
1: when I was living in Ireland. It was like, Literally, oh. when That was all. I was like, did you see the <laughs> new Only Feels Mars.
0: It was <laughs> terrible. It was terrible. It was like the same, Is like, it was, this, it was the same thing that happened when they brought Ag- 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 Absolutely Fabulous back. Oh, God. After so long. It's just like, oh, this is the most painful paycheck in history. <laughs> It was just sad looking at David Jason and Nicholas Lindhurst and they're old, and they're trying, and their comic timing's not what it used to be, uh, and the script isn't what it used to no. be, and it was just, oh God, why'd you do this? You guys went out in a blaze of glory. Why are you fucking pissing all over the remains? It's insane. Oh,
1: that's what happens when you get old. You that Batman out. and Robin
0: episode is it's classic.
1: Classic. <laughs> and they turn up. It's like I thought it was a costume party. No, he died. It's a funeral. <laughs> they dress as Batman and fucking Robin. <laughs> even triggers in the Got the memo
0: what <laughs> oh, <laughs> do oh genius did, wait, did you like granddad or albert because i don't know i i've like, like, seen like the, the older ones so i think it I has like been granddad granddad, granddad.
2: <gasps>
0: but oh, but albert did, did you come, but albert did wait, what is it? <laughs> what's the what's <wall? laughs> the the war yeah. no, that I was, was Al- shot up granddad that was also Albert <laughs> Albert yeah, also yeah, yeah. during the war no but Albert grew on you after mm. a while do you remember that episode where in the church there's a fucking leak and they think that the, uh, the, the, statues, the statue's crying, crying. <laughs> and they use the omen music
1: <laughs> <laughs> they use the omen music again when Rodney's son was born and he just showed Jason <laughs> David Jason's face <laughs> as he's looking at the baby and he goes, <laughs> 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 he's like and he's checking on the head <laughs> they didn't call the kid Damien did they, yeah, yeah, they him <laughs> Damien. and every so often they just have David Jason looking at the kid <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. Oh, yeah. we love you David Jason good TV <laughs> so Wedder, bring back David Jason yeah <laughs>
1: I mean, for me, I, I can only think of Raddy as uh, Eric Idle now since that live-action version we did a while ago with Matt Lucas as the Toad. I never saw that. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sure Eric Idle might have done that. He might, he might have done some other characters in the animated sure. Sure. Uh, and finally, finish off the news this week. Um, for all you Star Wars fans out there, it looks like someone's gone and invented
0: a real lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> people, are, fools. people are fucking idiots, I tell you. So this company called <laughs> Wicked Lasers... Gee, I wonder what they do.
1: <coughs> what can we hook up to this thing to make it burn through metal? <laughs> <They've>, um, <coughs> they used to do projectors, but now they do death machines. Uh, it's a blue diode laser called the Arctic. Um, it emits <coughs> an ultra high power one watt beam, which it's four thousand brighter, four thousand percent brighter than any other one on the market. Um, apparently, you know, this is stuff that if you shine it in someone's eye, they're guaranteed to go blind. And apparently it can make your skin burst into flame. (laughs) I have no idea why you would buy this. I mean, it's like a—it's it's a lightsaber that goes on forever. Like you just turn it on and it's fuck around in your apartment, and you've cut the building across the road in half. This is a YouTube clip just waiting to
0: happen. They gotta this get a, the Star Wars kid to do this it a, again. This is a fucking party trick. Someone, someone's gonna be drunk. It's gonna be caught on tape. It's gonna be like, yeah, check out my lightsaber. And he, he <laughs> oh, sorry, Ted. He destroys his house. <laughs> <laughs> the very next week, that dude will be on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Yeah, but it is literally the most dangerous laser.
1: Ever created?
0: Why the fuck would it? How much does how much does this shit cost?
1: Oh, uh, I'm not sure. The uh, it's something about like two grand or something like that, US, <laughs> for a laser pointer that can set things on fire.
0: That's ridiculous. They really fuck up
1: lectures, though. They <laughs> yeah, literally fuck yeah. up the lecture. Oh, look, the whiteboard's on fire. You just slice the uh, professor in half there. <laughs> Real world gets more and more scary <laughs> all the Jesus. time.
0: The end is nigh Were you you reading about The fucking solar storms That are heading our way No There's always something Isn't there It's fucking The fucking Minds Those sons Addictions The end is coming (laughs) Arthur You're a man Who knows everything Aren't you You feel unloved Arthur Welcome to the world Everyone is unloved (laughs) Ungrateful little bastard
1: (laughs) John Gilligan Can sell that shit
0: Moving on to reviews. All right. I'll just uh, speed through this review. Um... This, from Paris with Love When the trailers came out For this movie We hated it We, we ragged on it. It. It's, it it looked retarded you and ragged on especially it Especially when we were On the podcast I did I did And I stand by that shit You know like Watching the trailer again I actually watched The trailer again yeah. uh, It does look as retarded As I remember it to look mm-hmm. And it didn't sell This movie very well This movie is so much fun mm-hmm. This movie is great fun uh, It's again from the uh, Luc Besson um, Stable, um, Stable. Um, it's a, He's a producer right? He's producer And it's based on An idea by him so if that's in other words, it's a couple of bunch of French guys drinking beer, like, you know what you should do. No, but seriously, <laughs> all his ideas. It's a taxi driver. He drives crazy he at the roads and he gets involved in cops. And yeah, it's, you know the is in space. And it's exactly. crazy. And like, you know, yeah, and his girlfriend is the most beautiful girl you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> and she loves him so much and it's insane. And this Irish guy goes to France <laughs> and he just beats it up and then there's guns. <laughs> Guns, guns, more guns!
1: <laughs> it's probably that's why, he's, that's why he's producing or based on the idea. They
0: just sit, sit him down somewhere and, Luke and like filter. Luke, him. And Luc Besson's racist, dude, because you notice, even in France, there's some Asian dudes who get their asses kicked. Really? Yeah. Go back and like watch it, because in this, there's a whole bunch of Asian dudes. A whole Chinese restaurant full of Chinese people get shot to shit <laughs> by John Travolta. <laughs> you must kill the Asians. <laughs> and Luc Besson. Bring me a white organ. <laughs> Uh, the, the story is uh, pretty simple. It's this uh, this young um, Stanley Goodspeed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this young Stanley Goodspeed character, played by Jonathan Rhys Meyers, uh, he's living in Paris. He works for intelligence, but he's pretty low ranking, and he's one of these guys that he's like an analyst or something, right? Yeah, he's really fed up of uh, Wants the field work? Yeah, he wants to. See, uh, he just wants to get on the field, get in the field, man, and so. In the he, action. And so he does a couple of things which impresses Superiors, and Superiors his, his like, okay, impressive. You, you know, like uh, you, you put a bug in this guy's office. Awesome. We're gonna hook you up. Uh, you got to go to the airport now. Pick up your partner, and then that's your mission. After this, consider yourself in the circle. Yeah. And um, hit the partner in question. is a guy called Charlie Wax, played by John Travolta. Is he Wax? He's fucking bug batshit insane. <laughs> He's nuts. You know, and it's. This is the most fun I've seen Travolta had. It because like this is this is face off Travolta. Yeah, because well, that was the thing, is, uh, he's done that so much recently. I mean, Broken Arrow was recently. This is Broken Arrow Travolta, but with a shaved head. Yeah, <laughs> and it's insane. The trailer does not do his character justice. I mean, this is not an intelligent movie by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely zero depth. <laughs> zero. But it is fun. In the same way that Taken was fun, in the same yeah. way that The A-Team was fun. It get, more towards The A-Team, because the action in this is insanely over the top. Really? And Travolta's character is just a badass. Yeah. He's just a complete badass, and he's nuts. And, you know, naturally, there's the whole, you know, it's a buddy movie thing, and, you know, he thinks he's insane to begin with, you know. But there's one fucking thing that stands out in it, is that they go to a Chinese restaurant. And oh, Chinese. Chinese. And yeah, and he killed all the Chinese But the thing is, is you just I just watched him I just started laughing my ass off Because You know, like uh, John Travolta clearly knows something Jonathan Reese meyers doesn't And so And um, And uh, basically Like they're having an argument Over whether or not Egg Fu Young is actually Chinese <laughs> 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 And John Travolta suddenly Grabs the waiter Slams the waiter down Face down to the table Takes out a gun Points it at him and It's like what the fuck do you call this in Mandarin? Young. And then suddenly, a whole bunch of Chinese people co- dressed up as cooks and waiters come out of the kitchen with Uzis and shit and start shooting out the place. And then John Travolta just kills all of these motherfuckers. <laughs> and then, like, saying, like, There's cocaine here! <laughs> and then John is like, There's no fucking... What the fuck? There's no coke here! There's nothing! And then uh, John Travolta, like, shoots the ceiling and all this coke starts pulling down from the ceiling. <laughs> and then he grabs one of these Ming Dynasty vases... fills the shit up with cocaine gives it to Jonathan rees is like, carry that (laughs) and Jonathan rees Meyers spends the next 20 minutes of the movie in every single action scene that happens carrying this huge vase of cocaine (laughs) (laughs) I'm so it's just an insane movie
1: (laughs) my face (laughs) hurts that sounds absolute
0: genius and there's one awesome bit. Are you going to ruin it for us now, or... No? Huh? Is this going to ruin this bit if you tell us about it? No, 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 There's one awesome bit. I'm not going to say what it is, uh-huh. but you'll know it when it happens. There's one awesome bit where John Travolta references himself, and it's genius. Really? It is genius. I'm not going to say what it is. I'm just going to say that I, l- I laughed my ass off and clapped my hands when that shit happened. And I watched this at home. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I was like, Yes! I mean, it's retarded. This movie is retarded. It is stupid. It makes no sense. Check your brain at the door. Check your brain at the door, but it is great fun. Yeah, yeah, cool.
1: I'm looking forward to seeing it. On to this week's big release worldwide. We got our exclusive
0: <laughs> review, <laughs> as exclusive as it gets over here. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the Eighteen. The Eighteen. Starring Liam Neeson
1: as Hannibal. As Hannibal. Uh, Bradley Cooper as spaceman.
2: Quentin. Uh, okay. Kirtan Rampage
0: Jackson, Jackson as is Charlton uh, Copley as Murdoch, and um, Jessica Biel and Patrick Wilson sporting roles. Yes, this, this movie, movie is awesome. This
1: movie real good. This
0: movie so much fun.
1: I mean, there's this is a very much a summer. It's a perfect summer blockbuster. It, it reminded me a lot of the first time we saw Transformers in the summertime two years two what, whatever the fuck it was, and just how. It was funny and it, didn't it was. Have,
0: it had it hit all the beats.
1: Hit all the beats. You know, it was this t- hits all the beats. Takes all the boxes. References the old show in ways that are absolutely fantastic, but also does its own thing.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it. It took a potentially terrible idea. Yeah, and came up with something that I thought was so much fun Mm. I mean that's the best way to describe this movie it's It's, fun it's fun it's
1: fun and it's funny it's witty yes it's it's not dumb fun (coughs) I mean sorry there is dumb fun there is dumb fun in it but the dialogue is never dumb
0: yeah the dialogue is pretty sharp Mm. it's pretty sharp and the editing in this movie is insane
1: the editing is absolutely fantastic I mean you could say that if we were aware of the editing then it wasn't great, but, you know, we do a working weekly movie podcast, and we were just like, that's clever.
0: That's, yeah, I mean, the way that they do things, I mean, and, and it feels, and what, what I like about it is that it feels like the old series. But it isn't. Yeah. They never did that in the old series. No. But for some strange reason,
1: it yeah. feels like something they did. I was asked afterwards: Is like, did they used to cut back and forth between talking about the plan and doing the plan? I don't remember them ever doing. I don't that. think they ever did. You never really knew what the plan was. Hannibal just said that at the end when he was yeah. lucky and shit happened. But this is like, it, and to be fair, having twenty minutes or ten minutes of them talking and then executing the plan wouldn't work. Yeah. Having them do the plan and you, what, what's going on? What, what's that? It's black out. guy, know it's not what you. Was he on the bike? He's in the surf. What's going on? Yeah, you could get lost. Yeah. Because it is a cool plan, yeah. But, but they start with that, but they also continue through that editing Through F Yeah, there's sections where you know there's someone talking about something, and then it cuts back to a scene he had in the in the phone, in the photo yeah, booth. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's just like, okay, oh, but, but because you've seen that before, this intercutting. Yeah, you're cool with it, mm-hmm. and it was just like that's a great way to fill that in.
0: That's it's and it's a great way to move the plot along. Very
1: much you so. Know, I mean, very much so. Don't tell.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the one thing about this movie is that it moves. It moves at such a furious pace. Uh, but it never feels complicated. No. You know, there, there's, you're never lost at any point. I've read a couple of reviews where they've said that they felt a bit lost, like it was it was like too fast, too loud.
1: Really? Yeah. I've, I've read a review saying that was too simplistic. Which I, I thought know, was I, very odd, because I thought it was a nice twisty turny
0: tail. No, I thought it was very nice, the way that, the way that it was done. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware of the story... <laughs> yeah.
1: They're the A-team. That's the fucking
0: story. <laughs> Basically, they are... they They are... A, the greatest asset the U.S. military has. Yeah. You know, you want something done, you get these boys to do it. And they all do it in the most ridiculous way possible because that's what they do. That's what they do. And uh, they are essentially set up, framed, and sent to prison. Yeah. Uh, all, four, all four members are sent to separate... Um, uh, maximum security facilities, except for he, except for Murdoch who's sent to an asylum because he's crazy, because <laughs> he's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> and then this is all the backup they gave us. The
1: backstory that was always in the TV show, as in 1979, a crack commando unit in the Vietnam War, accused of a crime they didn't commit. Yeah, H- half of this film is the uh, opening montage of which the you, series, which you don't know. Like you watch you watch it, and I was thinking, what well, well, hang on, what they don't know each other. Mm. There's
0: two characters Meet you know, Like they don't know Each other But at like At the beginning Of the film uh, Not all the team Members have met yet Hannibal and Face Know each other But it does look like They're at the end Of the caper Like yeah. all of them Together Yeah
1: And you're expecting Them to just be there And they're like They're not And they're, they meet Murdoch For the first time It's like Oh shit Yep <laughs> And then they, they, they Double trick you again In that That's not the setup For the movie
0: Yeah that's the setup. That's the prequel that's, for the, yeah, the to prequel show. For to show eight, uh, four years later, exactly. I mean, they they managed to fit an awful lot of plot, mm. an awful yeah. lot of different things uh, into. It's one of those things. There's certain movies you go to see, and it could be again, you're not expect. You don't know what to expect. Mm. You've
1: only seen bits and pieces of the trailers. You haven't seen, you know, I mean, in yeah. depth on it. You know, something we've been starved of recently with all the deluge of information we get on movies. Like watching Robin Hood, I was just like, eh, you know, nah. this movie felt like an instant. It yeah. Was so you were in it. Yeah. Instantly. And Absolutely.
0: it took you into it from the start. The characters, the, the casting. The casting ah, is spot on. Thing. I mean I mean I will say that being familiar with the series goes a long way yeah. into all of these feelings because I was smiling like an idiot. Before the movie, it even really started. Yeah. Because I'm a fan of the series. Yeah. You know, like. I'm in the fucking cinema watching the A team. I know, I you know. And it's like the very. Like, uh, the, the, very, the When you're introduced to Hannibal at the beginning, yeah. It's handled in such a cool little myth, He almost comes across like this the stuff of legend when he. Yeah. You know, when he disappears in the, shadows. in the shadows. You know, it's just so cool. And when he comes up and lights a cigar, nobody smokes a cigar like Liam Neeson. No. <laughs> it's, it's basically a fuck you cigar. This casting is awesome. Uh, there was some. When when Liam Neeson was first cast as Hannibal, I was like, "Really? Yeah. Uh, could work." And, and then, then, there I, was saw, then one, I saw Taken. I'm like, mm, "Yeah, no problem." Did you just
1: notice that one scene where his hair is dyed normal. Yeah, because he has the white yeah, animals yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah, and yeah. there's one scene yeah. where they're undercover. Yeah, the undercover. <laughs> and it's just he just turned up in his work clothes or his, <laughs> in his home clothes that day. He didn't need to go to makeup. And,
0: <laughs> and I smiled at that too. In a black suit, it's like, like <laughs> is that like, the guy from Taken? <laughs> and during that bit, like, uh, I'm not giving it. Um, um, it's like when he when he records his voice. Yeah. I got Darkman fucking flashbacks <laughs> I got Darkman flashbacks like crazy when it was just his voice <laughs> what was Larry Drake's character his name in, in Darkman do you oh, remember no nah no, fuck it uh, but anyway okay back to the casting casting this movie is. Aw- Liam Neeson makes a great Hannibal Bradley Cooper is awesome yeah he's really good And I th- he is very much the star of this movie he is. He is, I mean... Uh, he, uh, and, you know, he's the romantic lead of this movie. He is, but also he's, he's the lead. I don't, I don't he, think he is he, the lead. He is the lead. I don't think he's the star of this movie. No? Uh, no, that would be Murdoch for me. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, no, uh, yeah, sorry, I mean, from a marketing point of view, they're putting, they no, pushed him he, as he a star. Is, he is the romantic lead. And
1: he gets to put the plan together at the end. And I was, I was terrified, oh, that was I don't want to say. I was terrified they were going to change the status quo by having Face make the plan and become a good plan and become the new...
0: Yeah, you know Hannibal. I, mean? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I did not want to see that happen. I did not want to see them become a three member 18
0: <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Hannibal's going to retire at the end because like, they had enough. Yeah. Thankfully, that does not fucking happen. Yeah, we're not <laughs> ruining it for you. We're that's not ruining still it. awesome. <laughs> we, just, we just told you how it didn't end. Yeah. <laughs> Out there on Earth 2, that's how it ended. <laughs> um. And for those of you who are concerned about whether or not anyone could uh, fill the shoes left by Mr. T in the role of B.A. Baracus, Go, shoes, boy! Huh? Quinton the Rampage Jackson handles himself very well. Admirably. Very well. You can tell this dude's not an actor, <laughs> and, 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 you know, he might not be able to play many other different types of characters, Yeah, but he fits this role really perfect. nice. Perfectly. Like Perfectly. And uh, his, the introduction to the character, I thought it was really clever, because... The introduction to, um, to to the character of Bia Baracus is when he just beats the shit out of a whole bunch of people, but, but you, you don't never see, see him. his face. You don't see his face; it's all shot from the back. Yeah. And I thought that was a great way to introduce to say like this guy can handle this character. Check out
1: this fucking badass.
0: Yeah. Uh, and they reference Pity the Fool, but they never say it. And I yeah, like it. that was awesome. And
1: they did that, but they also had so many other shoutouts in the movie. Liam Neeson turns up with one of those big old silver guns. Yeah, leaders, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the theme recurs throughout yeah they get the theme in there in some very inventive ways the middle one in the in the asylum yeah
0: yeah, yeah that'll yeah. spoil
1: this for people because it is one of the greatest moments of yeah, the whole yeah, movie yeah. it's just like
0: oh yeah now that is the kind of 3D I can get behind yeah
1: <laughs> it was very cool a big surprise for me was Patrick Wilson's character I mean I didn't even know he was in it until when a movie started I was like oh shit and then I thought he was just like a center upper mm-hmm. like he might be just for a bit and then gone but the way his character went and the arc he went through was like company man to, you know, crazy weirdo.
0: Crazy weirdo, yeah. And it was so beautifully played. Patrick Wilson, um, I'm a big fan of Patrick Wilson, actually. Patrick Wilson played Night Owl in Watchmen, he yeah. was um, uh, Ellen Page's victim in Hard Candy. Uh, he's uh, in the new um, romantic comedy with Rachel McAdams and uh, Harrison Ford, Morning Glory. All right. And uh, he's also a song and dance man on Broadway, and yeah. uh, he referenced. There's, that's another thing I like about this: is that actors in this movie kind of reference themselves in the funniest ways. Because uh, Patrick Wilson's character, he plays a CIA operative uh, named Lynch, yeah. and uh, there's a, there's a sort of a recurring joke about that name throughout the movie, yeah. which kind of works.
1: Yeah, I like, yeah, it. Yeah, I like yeah,
0: yeah. it. I like, like when t- Ham turns up again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, what's the name? Lynch. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: no, it was more than you know, that solitary trumpet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then. <laughs> uh, and he. Patrick Wilson is uh, the guy responsible for um, getting the 18 thrown in prison in the first place. Shitster. And he's also the guy that helps break them out because they need to recover these plates that will uh, give them the um, ability to print US money. So, and that's the thing, they're not really.
1: You know, helping out the, com- the, the the this is the this is the eighteen begins. They're not really at that stage where they're helping out the little man as they wander across the US. Yeah, Plus yeah. you can't do that anymore because they track you everywhere you go. Yeah. <laughs> if I could just get the bracelet off. Um so you know, they haven't got that, but they're going for honor. Mm-hmm. And they're going for, you know, their respect and all that kind of stuff. To um, clear
0: their names and sure. clear their name. Because they're the only honorable men in an honorable world. Yep, absolutely. Uh but just like getting back to what I was saying about people referencing themselves like uh, Patrick Wilson being um, a song and dance man. Yeah. There's that bit where he's in the car where he's like, just get me the goddamn (laughs) play Yeah. (laughs) And he starts singing. And it's just, he shows this really demented side to him that I've never seen Patrick Wilson play. Mm. Uh, But I I am a big fan because I thought that his portrayal of Night Owl was awesome. Oh yeah, it's good on that, man. But this is just like, He's just—he's a charismatic. He uh, reminds me a
1: little bit of Sam Rockwell in um, Charlie's yes, Angels he just, yeah, yeah, when yeah. he when he turns when he does, he does the, and well. he just becomes a charismatic bastard. Yeah, you yeah. he can't help but like yeah, the guy. You like the guy, and he's like and that, guy. thats a lot. When you you with villains, it's always a little bit love, a little bit hate. Yeah, you know that's why everyone loves Alan Rickman
0: and um, Robin Hood because yeah. he's kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> why why are spoon, so? Why don't I? Because it's dull, you fool! It'll hurt. More. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember like uh, in, in uh, Prince of Thieves like he had that statue of himself and then after he put the scar. the scar on someone threw it in like someone <laughs> <the> drew <blue laughs> <pen.
1: laughs> uh, but back he's I want to see, didn't he <laughs> you come to my room at 9 o'clock
0: you 9.30 and bring a friend bring a friend <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, back to like back people, to the A-team back to the A-team and like actors referencing themselves Shoto Copley uh, who played Vickers in District 9 he plays Howling Matt Murdock Matt Perfection Absolutely and, and he And he and there's one bit where he revisits Vickus. Yes. And it's genius. It's very clever. <laughs> it is very clever. You know, he doesn't say the prong, but he's close. <laughs> and Bradley Cooper, who's apparently speaks fluent French. I didn't know this mm-hmm. until someone infinitely smarter than me told me. Uh, that he speaks fluent French, and he actually gets to speak French. He gets to chat up his chicken French. And that's another thing I loved. I loved about Faces is that he just gets laid all the time. Yeah. And it's like that's why he's famous. That's awesome. And that's that's Dirk Benedict. Yeah. Who is in the movie, along with Dwight Schultz. And it, it says a lot about how subtle these cameos were were they were totally in your face in that I didn't see them at all I saw uh, Dwight Schultz's cameo but I didn't see um, Dirk Benedict and I was looking out for them yeah and I, I forgot, forgot about it I forgot I forgot <laughs> I was doing that report about it being <coughs> in it and uh, Mr. T not being in it and
1: then I was just totally taken away by the movie and then it was like oh what it was only the credits I saw those two names yeah, side by yeah, side yeah, I was like yeah, yeah. oh shit I gotta go see it again <laughs> but uh, yeah I highly recommend this movie yeah it's a, it's a very good summer action blockbuster the one complaint I have is that it's it's a complaint, but it's also it's a backhanded complaint. In mm-hmm. that, like, there's so much of the action is real. Yeah, so much of it, so much of it, excels the physicality of it. There doesn't seem to be if there's any CG three quarter up to the three quarter mark, it's on. You don't see it.
0: Yeah, it isn't until like the um, the last. There's la- a
1: bit in the tank, obviously. Yeah,
0: but yeah. you're you know you, that's so ludicrous, you buy it. Yeah. yeah, but when
1: they do it in other areas, a bit near the end, where the CG just comes a little bit to the far, and it's not fantastic, and it takes.
0: It did take you out of the movie yeah, a little yeah, bit. Just, yeah, the, the, some of the CG towards the end does get slightly ropey. Yeah, but um, I mean, I think for me, for me, it's 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 sort of the same way, same thing that I, I was talking about with From Paris with Love is that you got to really. Check your brain at the door. Yeah. You know, this is not this is not a I I don't think you go that far though. No, no, it's not no, as no. dumb I mean, as many not, ones No, it's not it's not brainless. No. It's not brainless, but it it's not the kind it's not a thinking man's movie. Mm. You know, you go you go there I'm and I'm a thinking man, I liked it. Well what I mean is it's the, you know you know what I'm trying to say, is that it's like it is just big, loud, fun, action. It's not the tempest. There you go. There, there you, you go. go. So I mean you gotta, But if you like the trailer for I don't a summer see it, like you cannot like yeah. the movie. For a summer blockbuster, it's smart. Yes.
1: In that they pull it off, in that the the dialogue is smart, in that there's a little bit of plot you need to pay attention to. You can't just sit back and go, oh explosions. But you know, I, I think it, it, it raises the bar a little bit. There's certain every year we've had one. Like we had like Iron Man, we've had Dark Knight. Maybe we've had two some years. But you know, they're raising the bar, and I think that that actually parallels it because the Dark Knight was in. I thought parallel with Dark Knight. Dark Knight was the French Connection style crime movie with. The Dark Knight In it Yeah The A-Team was uh, Not taken There was something else To remind me of It was very much That kind of like You know What's it Group getting screwed yeah. And doing shit about it Not that it was, I haven't seen that yet mm-hmm. But It seemed like That kind of movie done, People have done that Type of movie yeah. the agent yeah. Who gets turned on Yeah uh, The team that gets turned on But mm-hmm. that, to marry that To the A-Team And keep that style Almost Bourne style
0: mm-hmm. Yep
1: was very clever and I think that's why it elevates it above a lot of the summer crop will guy
0: I, uh, I mean I hope it I hope it has legs because I do know that Karate Kid kicked its ass on Friday the Friday box albums that'll, that'll, that'll go off quick I'd say the
1: 18 will run for a good while because it is the fucking 18. people people yeah I'm, I'm going to see the Karate Kid because the memories of the <laughs> wax on the fuck off did you see that? yeah <laughs> that was fucking awesome Ralph well, Macchio's got to be a nastier guy <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the credit has got that brand name recognition. The A-Team has as well, but the, the, the credit was a movie. More people have just seen that. Yeah. But I'd say that will drop off pretty quick, and hopefully that A-Team will resurge and go for quite a while, because I think it is something people might say, well, it's the A-Team. Fuck it, man. I need to watch that shit as a kid. I'll go, I'll go see it, but I won't go see it all night.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'd love to see a sequel. Just, I would I love where to where a sequel. Go. I mean, I, uh, I, I thought it was a great film. Yeah. I enjoyed myself. I mean, it was... And, and this is coming in a... After a slew of movies that um, have not really delivered, in my opinion. Uh-huh. You know, it's like I was disappointed. You weren't too happy
1: with Iron 2, no,
0: I'm I've, I've just kind of disappointed with it. Robin Hood appears to be a disappointment. Yeah, it was. You know, so, and so, so I mean, like, this was just really fun for me, you know, it was like I, I just loved the energy that, yeah. the, that the film had. It just had it's a great such. Vibe. It had such great momentum, and everything just kind of worked, and and I and I just liked how much interplay there was between the eighty. Yeah. You know, and I th- and I think they nailed it. Yeah. I mean, totally. I the, they nailed the, it. is genius in this movie. Some of the shit that he does in this movie is genius. There's
1: so much of it as well. I mean,
0: for a guy who's not on screen that
1: often, when he is on screen, I mean, he does three or four like, roles.
0: It, yeah, it's like the guy is just a, an accent genius. Mm.
1: <laughs> and his interplay with BA is fantastic as well with the fucking curry. And toast points. Where's my toast points, bitch? (laughs) I didn't get that the first couple of times they said it, and then when I was like, oh, toast points. (laughs) Mason Hannibal, needle. Murdoch, curry. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to catch him when you knock him out. That was one of the cleverest things of the whole movie, is how they explain. BA's fear of, fear of flight seeing as he was in the air and he had to jump out of planes yeah. at some point yeah yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. was superb that was very nice and and also his hatred of Murdoch <laughs> <laughs> they explained it all in the pre-credit sequence it's fucking awesome go see this movie go see this movie this is what we need we don't need more credit kids we need more of this yeah cool huh. moving on then onto our US box office top 10 Coming in at number 10 We have Letters to Juliet Amanda Seyfried Number 9 We have Robin Hood Russell Crowe Number 8 We have Splice Adrian Brody Rachel Weisz Sarah Pulley I'm interested in seeing this I want to see this
0: Natalie, right? Rachel Weisz yeah no. that's uh, Brothers Bloom no it's um, Sarah Pollack Sarah Polly, yeah yeah <laughs> Splice this is from the director of Cube Vincenzo Natali yeah it's supposed to be very good mm. it's actually supposed to be a very very good horror film uh, number 7 Iron Man 2 dropping down a little bit hanging in there number 6 Marmaduke this bombed thank god
1: but this could be the turning point humanity as a species may be able to make an evolutionary I leap destiny, forward I
0: destiny I know I shall fulfill
1: I did see a nice piece on a website I'll have to reference the website because it was pretty clever about IO9 and saying like what, are, what is the Marmaduke audience people in their 60s have read it since they were young kids who you don't get it and ironic hipsters and this movie does not seem to be aimed at any of them it's like it's not only why did they make this movie who did they make this movie for I just hear it's a train wreck yeah totally that, 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 that seems to be well, what people are saying it's like after seeing it it's like this isn't even Alvin and the Chipmunks it's not aimed at kids <laughs> kids aren't the kid, there was kids in the movie the guy said and it was chipmunks. just Chipmunks, Chipmunks Chipmunks <laughs> you know
0: for that road <laughs> don't don't <laughs> talk me about the pooping chipmunk <laughs> fucking stealing our jobs number, number, two. number five <clears throat> Sex in the City 2 which I hear is the uh, movies like this are the reason why terrorists hate America I have yeah well they go to Dubai but they don't they went to Morocco because they couldn't go to Dubai because they were like you're, you're crazy I hear this movie is the very
1: definition of cinematic pain yeah and there's Magic Shoes apparently as well but uh, one thing I've heard it it's about 80-20 now at this point, but I have heard from places that you would think would be into this, people who were into the first one. Yeah. Um hated the second one. Now, I have heard from other people who individually liked it, but a lot of people are just saying this is just wrong
0: and terrible and scary. It's just a shit film from what I hear. Yeah. Uh, number four, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, not doing really too good. want to see this. You do? Yeah. You only want to see it now because it's not doing too good. You just want to see if it deserves to not do too good. Because I remember... I want to see if it yeah. trumps the mummy. Three. I think anything can trump. Because I played the game. <laughs> Number three, killers. Number two, get to the Greek. Good reviews. Number Good reviews. one, for a third week in a row, Shrek forever after. Not doing too badly. It's doing. It's doing well in a week in a during a week summer. Yeah, but uh, it's actually the lowest grossing film of all of the Shrek movies.
1: Yeah. Uh from what you said last week, I'm not interested, mate. And so we mentioned Joe Cornish earlier. Mm-hmm. Um who's writing Attack the, wrote Attack the Block involving Ant-Man Adam and Joe Tintin Tintin um, seeing as MGM are having quite a lot of trouble with you know, their money woes and putting uh, Bond 23 on hold and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. I thought it would be good to ref- come back to this uh, proposed song he did in his radio show BBC 6 Music um, Song war segment they had a uh, the competition to have the best theme for Quantum of Solace mm-hmm. so here's Joe Cornish singing that theme